News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you to the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us, folks. We appreciate that. With us here on our Zoom call, because we're still in the COVID format, we've got Randy Rocky with Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved and to the closing table. And Swan Financial does uh, is located not only here in the Louisville area, but also in the southern part of the state. Am I correct? And in other parts of the world, oh, yes. right? Bowling it's Green, Florida. Big organization. Bubble. Yes. You can reach Randy. So if you're in Florida, Bowling Green, and listening to us <laughs> on iHeartRadio, 6450736. That's 502-645-0736. Also here is our very good friend, Lee Harris, who is legal counsel for Limestone Title and Escrow. And you can actually call Lee on her cell phone, direct cell phone, at 649-7964. And as Randy sets them up to close, Lee closes the loans, that is, so you're able to get on your way into your new house. All right, and I'm Bob Sekoler. I own the Sekoler team, REMAX Properties East. There is no property too inexpensive or too expensive. We handle them all as well as commercial real estate, and we hope our reviews, at least, and I'll give you the URLs to go visit those uh, reviews in just a little bit, but we hope to do a really good job. We just don't like happy people. We want extremely happy people. So you can uh, call me to if you're thinking about selling this year, next year, or beyond uh, for a free, no obligation estimate to come out and talk, 502-376-5483. That's 502-376-5483. All right, let's go to the emails that we're getting in. And this one goes, we start with uh, Lee Harris over at Limestone. Uh, AJ writes in with this unusual question, Lee. He owns a rental property, which was vacant. He went to do some maintenance on the property, found people had moved in without his permission or paying rent. He is wondering, how does he actually get them out? Can he call the police and report that they're trespassing? Does he break any laws, he wonders, if he personally escorts them out of the property? Lee? Excellent question. Yep. Uh, this actually happens more often than you would think. Uh, I'm actually dealing with a situation like this right now. Oh, really? Uh, Maybe so, it's AJ. It could be AJ's property. I don't know. <laughs> Go we, ahead. Yeah, so uh, the the issue is you would think that you could just walk up there and say, hey, you're not supposed to be here. You got to go. But um, there's a lot more hoops you got to, to jump through. You can call the police. And, of course, the people are trespassing. And, in fact, they are committing a crime if they've broken into your house and are living there. However, the police typically don't get involved in that. They typically say, you know, you really need to go to a civil court or uh, eviction court because you know obviously there could be a situation where it's it's not a trespass and the and the landlord's just trying to bypass the system or or really they do have a lease and the and the and the tent and the police are not equipped to determine that so what you really have to do is find out who they are uh go to the district court file an eviction go through the process of having them served and and uh, you're gonna have to have an attorney if you, if you have any llc or or S Corp who's owning the property hmm. and then go down to the court and have them evicted and go through the, the channels because uh, what you don't want to do is turn it into an improper eviction where somebody might, you know, take the door off the hinges or cut off the uh, uh, utilities if they're already to the property or something like that. And then turn the, the, the landlord now into the, the wrongdoer. So it, you do have to follow those steps, unfortunately, to get the squatters out. Got it. A uh, reminder coming up in uh, this show a little later on after the break, seven smartphone apps for emergencies 
that you need to download today. That This is a really important thing. I've downloaded a couple of them. They're really good. Also, a reminder, if you want to see a replay of the show, yes, see it, I mean, because we also broadcast on YouTube, you can go to uh, LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. And as we go over to Randy Rocky, a reminder that this past, there's been a lot of news this week. We're only going to be able to hit a couple of these things. One of them is the fact that the Fed announced that they were not going to uh, raise interest rates. They're not reducing them, but they're not going to raise short-term rates, which I guess is a good thing for at least the time being. Right, Randy? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, any good news right now is yeah. is welcome. All right. So Freddie is planning on buying a new home this next year. It's wondering if he buys a home with solar panels or geothermal heating or high-efficiency appliances, does he get a break? on the interest rates when he gets a loan, right? Uh, no, uh, there is not any break on interest rate, but he can get some government subsidies and grants. If, if he buys it, it's already been in place. I don't think he can even get that. So I think it would just be a normal transaction. All right. So th- unfortunately, Freddie, you'll have the advantage of uniquely owning certain things like high efficiency appliances and geothermal, but no break at this point uh, in the mortgage rate. So I'd love to see that uh, happening. Hey, a quick question. Any thought about, I was thinking, how do we make mortgage rates come down? Is there any way that the banking association could turn loans into assumable loans? So let's say Lee has um, a $300,000 mortgage Mm -hmm. And there's a hundred thousand left, uh, or uh, she's got a hundred thousand equity, and there's two hundred thousand on the on the loan itself. If I came along and wanted to assume Lee's loan, then obviously my interest rates and my credit is good. Everything that background check works. Could I just come up with a difference in cash? Let's say Lee's selling her house for three hundred fifty thousand. Could I come up with one hundred fifty thousand in cash and then assume her loan at the in theory, 2.5 or 3% interest rate, and then my second loan will only be for the 8% or whatever the going rate is. Great, great question. Even on VA, if you're not VA approved, if you're yeah. not a veteran, you can you can assume a VA loan. And it is difficult, but yes, you can do that in the exact, uh, so we don't go too long-winded on the yeah. radio show and go to all the different uh, calls. Uh, uh, exactly what you said is exactly what you do. You can. So it has, but the loan has to be assumable. And a lot it, of it has not, to be right? assumable. Uh, yeah. Most every loan is assumable now, but but the problem is is it usually gets into too much detail and too much work, and a lot of people don't go through that. So, um, uh, but you can assume most loans. Yes. All right. So, folks, this is a way around this problem with the interest rates is to find a house where the loan could be assumable. There has to be some certain conditions, and your credit has to be able to be high enough to assume the loan. But it can right. be done. Yeah, right. And you could you could get a second mortgage on the house, and then only had to bring certain amount of money to the closing table. So At in your example, right. right, you'll have a home equity line, your second mortgage, or a fixed rate at a higher rate. Yep. And then uh, bring a little bit more, uh, less to the closing table than maybe bringing we, just cash. Maybe we need to just talk more about that down the road. I think we do. We'll do that. Not a this problem. One, yeah, this one comes in uh, for all of us. Donnie sent an email, sent us an email. It says he is listing his home, and it is a very large home. He doesn't say how large. He says smaller homes uh, on the market in his neighborhood have sold for approximately one hundred fifty dollars a square foot, but his agent is telling him his will not sell for the one hundred fifty. It will sell for less per square foot, but the agent doesn't understand himself why, and he's wondering if we have an answer. Now I've got one, but do either of you have an answer why a larger home? 
is sold at a less per square foot than uh, uh, than the another size that might be um, smaller. Yes, uh, uh, it's comps. I mean, simply it's, you know, numbers are numbers and within a mile radius, usually a two mile radius, they want a comparable on similar size house, uh, similar square footage, bedrooms, all the above. And if that scenario has it where it's selling for less money per square foot than a smaller home, which makes sense to me because of the fact of as you go up usually and square footage of home usually it drops uh right and, and across per square foot so right. so right. yes but that makes the, sense but he's asking why does that happen and i have the answer so hold on there lee do you have the answer on this just to give you a shot at this no? i don't okay here's the reason it is an economics of scale so folks listen carefully i'll try to explain this this is a big issue and Appraisers get it, but a lot of us don't normally. So it's economies of scale that come into play when a home is larger. As a property size increases, the cost of land, the foundation, the exterior walls is distributed over a greater number of square feet. So this leads to a lower price per square foot as the fixed costs are spread out more thinly. Does that make sense? I thought that yes. was a really good explanation. And yeah. again, you can go to LouisvilleAnswers.com to hear it again, but you're taking the same amount of items and just spreading it out of over more of a of an area of square footage, which brings the price down per square foot for a larger mm -hmm. home. Hopefully that gives you some answer there, Donnie. I know it's a tough thing to get your arms around. Even a lot of realtors, as you know, don't have that uh, ability to get their arms around it. A reminder, if you're looking for our reviews, because we do a really good job. I'm very proud of our team and myself, what we do. You can go to either LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. Or if you want to see some of the interviews we do with our clients, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Or we've got some old interviews with the LouisvilleBuyersTalk.com. Okay, Lee, we're going back over to you. Justin wrote in on one of our media sources that we use. He says, I hate to be that neighbor that complains, but there are, uh, are there any HOA guidelines for chickens in Louisville neighborhoods? There seems to be two chickens that are very vocal day and night and can be heard with windows and doors closed very clearly. And Justin says, I have tried knocking on the door to ask if they could uh, close the, I guess, the roosters in the pen. However, no luck contacting the homeowners. Any advice would be greatly appreciated, and he would uh, like to see what can be done. Lee? Uh, well, I think what you're going to have to fall back on, if you can fall back on anything, is probably noise pollution. If these chickens are creating a, a noise pollution type of situation, you might be able to make a complaint with Metro, Louisville Metro. Uh I'm not aware of any specific regulation regarding chickens. In fact, I know a lot of people who do have chickens now in their backyards. So uh, it's an egg thing, I believe, uh, and a pet thing. <laughs> it's a fr a fresh but, egg. but is it chickens that crow or is it a rooster that I thought well, it was a rooster? Rooster. Yeah, rooster. Yes. But uh, isn't he saying that these chickens are, are making Some, noise? <laughs> something is making noise. I think he's presuming yeah. it's maybe chickens, but oh. I think they're, I, and I'm a city boy, so don't. Don't yeah. look at me, but yeah. uh, I think it was rooster. We sold a farm last year with chickens and roosters on there, and I think I remember being told that roosters make that noise. There are a lot of interesting facts about chickens I never knew. That So that yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah, they're very popular right now as pets slash egg producers. Yes, yeah. multi-purpose. <laughs> they, yes. They're a multi-purpose. We're going to take a break. When we come back, folks, seven smartphone apps for emergencies that you need to download. Uh, as we get into the colder weather, this will be interesting for everybody. 
I'll try to come up with an actual list that I can email to you as well, so you'll have them. But I, I found this was interesting. Continuing with us, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach Randy and get a loan or a home at uh, 502-645-0736. Also, Lee Harris, who's legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. They do a great job at closing loans, and I had two of their cookies there this week, and it was delicious. I will tell you, 649-7964. If you're thinking of uh, selling your home, I would love to help you give you a free, no-cost obligation, uh, no obligation. Just let me come out. We'll talk. Or we can do it on the phone or via Zoom. Um, You can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. We are back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? There's a 2-1 buy down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736 and MLS 2 This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show, with you till the top of the hour, continuing with us. Lee Harris, who is legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow, they do a great job of closing your loans. You can pick the closing attorney that you want. I'll tell you the truth, Lee Harris, Limestone Title, among the best in the city. You can reach them at 649-7964. Also here, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved and approved to get your loan and buy your home. You can reach Randy at 645-0736. And if you're thinking of selling or buying in the near future, this year, next year, or beyond, I would love to come out and talk to you. You can call me anytime. We can talk about the process, the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, what you need to think about, maybe if you need repairs or not need repairs. You can call me 376-5483. 
That's 502-376-5483. Or you can go to bobsellslouisville.com. All right. We're going to be spending more time indoors. The weather is going to become more uh, difficult to navigate. So uh, there are seven smartphone apps you want to think about downloading. These are to give you updates on the weather, uh, emergencies, and the like. The first one is the Weather Channel. Now, I'm only using the free version, so be careful that you don't subscribe and have to cost you money. The Weather Channel gives you, and I should also put a plug-in for Wave 3, at the same time, their app as well is is great, uh, but you want to have those weather apps on your phone so that in the event of uh, a problem, uh, some inbound weather, you want to know about that Weather Underground is a pioneer of internet weather information, and it has a lot of, of things that are also interesting to learn about. So Weather Underground is another one. Go to your App Store or a Google Play, I guess, and they get those where you can get your apps. The Red Cross has um, as an app for itself, which will help you in the event of an emergency. Also, Klein, uh, which is NOAA Weather Radar Live and Alerts, but be careful. There is a sign-up version for thirty bucks, the pro version, thirty bucks a year, I believe. But Climb NOAA Weather Radar uh, itself is free. Ice Medical Standard. I downloaded this, and it takes a little information from you. It uh, takes your information so that if, in the event of an emergency and you're incapacitated, uh, responders, first responders, responders can access your contacts. So it's called Ice Medical Standard, and I don't believe there's a a payment for that. Zello, Z-E-L-L-O, has a lot of information, and it acts as a walkie-talkie. So if you and your family members are not able to hit a cell tower because of some sort of major storm that takes out the towers, if you use Zello, they're able to, you're able to communicate with people who have Zello, and hopefully your family has Zello. And then there's the FEMA mobile app which is the Federal Emergency Management Agency and their smartphone app is a must-have if you live in a disaster-prone region. Uh, luckily, we don't. But next week, uh, this is a shameless plug for next week's show. Next week, there's a, a question of rumbling, feeling your, I don't know if you guys have ever felt this, your ground move under your feet uh, when you're in your home. Uh, what's the reason why it's moving? We'll tell you a little bit more about that on next week's show. All right, back to the uh the questions that we get via email, and you can send me those emails, bob at we sell louisville.com. And all you have to do is put radio question in the subject line and put the question in the email itself. That's what Anita did. And she heard us, Randy, talking about financing a small or teeny home on one of our past shows. And she's wondering this could be a problem in the email. She says that her dream is to purchase either a yurt. You know what a yurt is? I do. It's this kind of this round dome, but it's made out of like straw and things like that. I, I was once in a yurt on the West Coast, but I didn't know they had them here. Or a container home. Now, container homes, we're getting to know because they're like shipping containers that they put make into homes. It's actually pretty cool. <laughs> but she is, and she wants to do it on a mountain hilltop, but she's concerned now after hearing us that these non-traditional structures cannot be financed. And so the follow-up question also, so the, can they be financed? And then another listener, Rocky, wonders if he can get a mortgage for a houseboat or a floating home. And so those two questions that I figured I tie together thoughts yeah. on those, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so on a houseboat, uh, we would not be able to do that, but there are, there are lenders that will do that and a folding home. Yes. As well. You can have that. I, I, I don't know about, um, I just container? Don't know about a yurt or a yurt, yurt or a container. Uh -huh. I know I cannot <laughs> do those. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I, 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 
yes. I, I don't even know. I don't know if there's anybody lending for the, lending for that. Um, yeah. She would. I, the best place to go on that would be Google and see if there's somebody out there that'll do it. Had you ever heard of a yurt before we brought it up on the air? I heard of it, but I didn't know exactly oh, what yeah. it was. Yeah, it's because it's very strange. It's kind of this unusual round domish type thing that's made of natural materials. I'm sure there's a more specific. Is it like an igloo? You know. Yeah, but uh, made out of you know, not not ice. Not of, uh, ice, right. of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we move over to Lee. Uh, in this email, James writes. That he has a serious legal problem on his hands. His ex-wife forged his name on a quitclaim deed, oh. which, of course, put the property into her name. And he is not quite sure how that happened. And he wants to know, Lee, what do you suggest uh, about rectifying that problem at this point? And how does it happen? I'm wondering. Well, that is actually, uh, and I would tell people who are, who are, you know, dealing with any kind of legal documents uh there are some people out there who might fake being a notary or maybe they're really are a notary but they're in collusion with the other person who's trying to pull a fast one on the deed mm -hmm. or and they'll sign for them saying that they saw their id and all that and so it it fraudulent deeds are a thing uh unfortunately people doing scams seem to come up with creative ways to do them um so obviously she committed a fraud so that's a, a crime and that can be undone uh, i think the person that would be best to undo that would be the prosecutor in whatever county he's in take that deed down there uh he can look up the notary who who signed to mm -hmm. see if that person is actually a notary and if so that person may also be on the hook if they uh didn't get the right proper procedures or if they were in on it um a notary could also be innocent of course just thinking that this is you know a legitimate deed that they're just sign uh, witnessing a signature but um it certainly is a, a crime and i think the fbi and or the local prosecutor depending on on what is involved if there's a a loan perhaps it has any federal uh ties to it that could be a federal issue if it's a local uh property that doesn't have any mortgage on it or something like that it would be a, a, a prosecu prosecutor in this county yeah the deed will be online it should be accessible the notary's name is going to be on there and that's where i guess right. the first starting point would be all right yes we wish you much much luck on that james Darlene writes in, and I've done research for this. Uh, she says, so this is an unusual question. Darlene is asking me, um, how long of a shower do she's supposed to take? She takes a 20-minute shower, she says, and her husband, husband gets on her for wasting water. So she wants to know, is there uh, any idea what the standard length of shower should be? Randy, you have a, you know, <laughs> take a guess how how long uh, you or Tracy take a shower? Here's my standard answer on that. Uh, yeah. Do what you want. <laughs> I mean, really. Oh, it's really? oh you're you a good guy. Okay. Good. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I, it, it's, <laughs> as far as that, I don't. I mean, my wife wants to take a two-hour shower. It doesn't matter to me. So uh, just don't. Uh, it never. But if I say this, if I would say the average shower is probably nine minutes. If I had okay. to guess. And Lee, what are your thoughts? I guess it's it's. Five to ten minutes is the average shower. Okay. If really, if you're really washing your hair, it's probably ten minutes. If you're just jumping in and jumping out, I'd say it's five minutes. Yeah. Well, I and I'm doing the shaving and conditioner and shampoo and all the short or the other way around, shampoo and then conditioner. So mine's about eight minutes. But so here's the actual answer, Doctor Rosemi Barros, who's a, uh, an MD, a medical doctor, and a master esthetician who specializes in anti-aging practices and regenerative medicine says that the average shower should actually be 10 to 15 minutes at most 
So she's given a range of 10 to 15 minutes. She says this is because prolonged exposure to water can strip the skin of its natural oils and lead to dryness and irritation. So there you go, Darlene. You asked the question. We got the answer for you. 10 to 15 minutes. Maybe your husband had something there. I don't know. All right. We go back over to Randy Rocky Swan Financial. Tony is a YouTube influencer. You know what that is, Randy? Yes. That's where the... <laughs> There's a lot of yes. money to be made on in, oh, yeah. on YouTube videos that you get watched and then get money for. Anyway, so he pulls in a six-figure income from creating the YouTube videos. And uh, Tony is wondering in this email if a lender would consider income from unconventional sources like YouTube or if you host a an Airbnb uh, and make income. So both of those time. are yes? Yes. Uh, professional poker players to... Uh, all that stuff is, uh, I can do them. Yes. All right. Just out of curiosity. Musicians. Oh, yeah. I've done all kinds of crazy. What's roles. the most unusual, crazy one that you've ever uh, used? Uh, I've done a couple of giant star loans, which I'm surprised they even got a mortgage. Uh, but I've done uh, poker players that have, you know, two, three, four million in cash, but they want to, they want to, they want a mortgage and, and, you know, who knows what happens. Sometimes they go broke. Sometimes they keep on rolling along. So I, I've done, uh, but those those are probably, if I had to guess, are my most unusual uh, mortgages. But, yes, we can absolutely do influencers. Got it. All right. That's good. Good question, Tony. Thank you for writing in. Melissa asks uh, Lee Harris over at Limestone, in this email, she and her ex-husband are both on the deed of a home they own. They have since gotten a divorce but only her ex-husband is on the mortgage so lee and randy you may want to jump in on this one so uh, melissa is wondering if when the property is sold who gets the proceeds are they evenly split so just recapping here she and the ex-husband are both on the deed but the ex-husband is the only one on the mortgage lee harris we are going to uh issue that those proceeds to the people who are on title if there's some other difference for example if they've agreed to split it 80 20 or something like that that is all related to the divorce family court their settlement agreement or the order from the court we get people all the time who say oh yeah yeah i'm supposed to get this and my husband's supposed to get that that is not for anybody to decide except their attorneys and so any monies that are in dispute like that would go to the attorney's escrow account and the, and the two attorneys on representing this the partners would work that out so, so let me ask you a question. If if they both are on there 50-50, they come to the closing table. Do you issue two checks to them uh, separate or would you in that situation, if one of them says, hey, I'm supposed to get 80-20, do you get involved with their lawyers and put it in an escrow? How do you handle that, Lee? If it's, if there's any kind of dispute about it, we're putting it, we're, we're giving it to the attorneys to decide. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Makes sure. sense. Okay, good. All right. I think last question here, Randy Rocky Joel asks in an email through our HomeBot software. That's one of the things we keep people in yeah. contact oh, with yeah. pricing. You know that you're part of that system, HomeBot. What are my cash out options for a home loan? So explain uh, what a cash out option is and what are the options? Yeah, but it's 30% of the market right now. 30% of the loans going down right now are uh, cash out. So uh, most of uh, most of people in America right now have uh, plenty of equity. And and a lot of people in America, unfortunately, we went over $1 trillion with a T in credit card debt. So <laughs> what they're doing is they're cashing in to their house to uh, uh, pay off these high credit card uh, loans. Here's where we become into play in a big way. If they have a 3% rate, 
a three and a half percent rate. And let's say they owe 200,000 on a house that's worth 600,000 and they need a hundred thousand for correct credit card debt consolidation and things of that nature. We'll run scenarios more than likely. We'll want to do a home equity line behind it rather than refinance the whole mortgage. Right. That 8%. Right. 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 So, and, and there's some certain situations where we might not do that. If they have 50,000 they owe on it and they need 150,000, we just refinance the whole thing. So that's an individual basis, but that is something that I really cannot recommend enough. Please go to a professional because it is unbelievable how many people right now are refinancing when they should only be getting a home equity line of credit. It's really sad. Yeah. You don't need uh, to, to pay the higher rate. That's right. But it's happening a lot. A lot of time. Okay. Good advice, Randy. Uh, A reminder as we wrap up, if you'd like to sign up for our newsletter, uh, by the way, this week's topic is home wellness, how your home could improve your overall health and well-being with five popular options and features. Go to welovelouisville.com. Sign it up for it at welovelouisville.com. We're out of time. My thanks to Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. Does Thank a great you, job. You are welcome for getting uh, you pre-qualified and to the closing table, 6450736. Also, Lee Harris, legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. They do a great job of closing your home loan. You can pick the closing attorney, and Lee and Limestone are among the best in the city. You can reach Lee on her cell phone. And by the way, other realtors, she's a great source of information, 649-7964. You're thinking of selling? I'm loving helping you. I really would. Just give me a call now after the show or this weekend or during the week. You can reach me on my cell phone, whether you're buying or selling, uh, 376-5483. That's 502-376-5483. Or go to bobsellslouisville.com. A reminder, if your condo or your home shakes, we'll try to find out the reason next week. That's it. We're out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.